0: This is Unfiltered, the podcast from effective entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Heather Barry, and on Unfiltered, I have inspiring and random conversations with inspiring and random entrepreneurs from around the globe. Listen to tales of journeys and insights as we share Fika, that's coffee, cake, and conversation in beautiful Sweden. Enjoy and be inspired by this Unfiltered conversation morning everybody and welcome to another episode of unfiltered and i am absolutely delighted this morning to be speaking to ian greg who is all the way over in very sunny cape town and it's very much not sunny here and it's fab to see you honey how are you
1: fabulous are you- thanks very much heather great to be on
0: excellent excellent uh, I'm
1: very well thank you
0: Brilliant. Then if there's a little bit of a time delay in terms of listening, please just bear with, because obviously we've uh, (laughs) I think Cape Town's probably having some uh, power issues. So if there's a little slight delay, that's just why. So just to give you a heads up that that might happen. Um, So, Ian, you and I have known each other for a while. Um, I think we have a very similar energy and kind of different approach to business. So um, we've met here in the UK, but you've gone back to back to Cape Town but we met because you were sort of really innovating and disrupting in the business space, particularly in the legal space. So I wonder if you could just sort of share a little bit of your story and what's brought you to the space and to being in a house with a view of Table Mountain, for which I'm a bit jealous, just saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great, Uh, yes, sure. Um, Well, basically, I mean, to cut a long story short, uh, I start. I started off in the property industry in the UK, and that was back in 2009. And eventually got into managing properties and helping people buy and sell uh, properties in in London. And got into business after that. I really got quite bored of property, to be completely honest. Uh, I still work in in the industry to an extent now, but got into business and learnt business on the in uh, you know on the job, shall we say, helping clients things That's like right. that. And then got yeah, best way to do it. And got into law after that. Surprisingly, I think some of my family think I'm completely mad. But um, the the journey eventually ended up being a combination of uh, the evolution of my knowledge and experience in property, and then business, and then law. And I was looking looking at where I, I was. This was back in 2018. I thought, how you know, how am I going to uh, spend my future? How, how should I do this? You know, personally and professionally, and in terms of you know, what I needed to do next and how that might shape my future. And I figured that all of those were interesting property, business, and law, but there was an element missing. And I think that really is innovation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't necessarily mean reinventing the wheel necessarily. It's just taking, you know, taking a long and hard look at what's going on in in the immediate present and, and what might happen in the future and try and do something a little bit different, you know, something new, something interesting, to meet yeah. interesting people such as yourself, you know?
0: Well, absolutely. And, and I think that that sort of idea around innovation and and disruption is what happens. We look at some of the, the businesses that have grown up recently, you know, sort of Airbnb, Uber, et cetera. They're still just providing holiday accommodation and a taxi, but they're doing it differently. And, you know, reinventing the wheel is, you know, a very expensive, et cetera, process. And it doesn't, it's just doing yeah. it completely differently. And I think that's what drew us almost to our original conversation was just like wow this yes. this is this is this is different and for me as an entrepreneur and a know yeah, a bit of a disruptor it's like yeah there was a, there was a synergy there so it's kind of like what was Definitely. that sort of tipping point for you of kind of like this this ain't working for for me as a as a startup entrepreneur as a as someone who really wants to go somewhere which was which were the bits that weren't working for you
1: Uh, i suppose you know it's hard to 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 try and put that into words necessarily sometimes it's just a feeling and you feel like things aren't quite exactly how you expected them to be in life and business but um really i just you know to some extent got quite bored with the current system with my current sort of activities uh and i was like hang on a minute you know is this what what my future holds and i really hope that something could be different so you know, I thought, okay, this is it. It's a, I want to set up an organization um, that helps me live an interesting life and meet cool people and work with other innovative and interesting people, but also to do interesting work in my life and have an impact on other people. Um, and really, you know, I thought about it and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to name the organization new, as in something okay. new, innovation, the future. And whether or not I run into troubles with trademarking is a different question altogether, but we'll get there. Um, so for now, and when we met, I'd actually j- skipped a few steps. You asked me earlier about um, what what's involved in, in innovation and what I what I do as far as that goes. You know, I had an idea of what I should be doing uh, to succeed in, in a business that's like consulting with innovation, um, and I jumped the gun. I basically should have done other stuff. Uh, in the first instance, and I think that's a lesson to, to learn. When, when you want to do something interesting and innovative, sometimes that requires playing by the rules of the current system. And I'm still working towards some of the stuff that I told you about before, but now, you know, that my route in was to go quite conventional uh, in terms of business consulting, advisory services, property advisory stuff, and then basic you know, legal stuff, contracts, corporate, commercial law, just the bog standard stuff that people need, but with a little bit of a twist on the marketing, the brand, and the approach, that was enough to get the ball rolling. And then from there, you sort of have a foot in the door and can look at what changes can be made, and combinations and and synergies and stuff. You've paused there. I don't know if you've frozen.
0: Yeah, and no, Ned I lost, I, lost I, I am that, here but. Um, yeah, and and I I think what you're saying is 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 it's that idea Perfect. of if you've got
1: yeah that sort of thing
0: yeah if you've if you've if you've got a system it's, it's a bit like that, yeah if the kids know the ground rules they they can kind of push the boundaries um, but if you haven't got the ground rules and the groundwork done in the first place as you say if you've got that it's a much it's much easier to sort of look at what you've got as your as your starting point within the system and then push and innovate mm-hmm. and disrupt. But you 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 kind of have to have the the, yes. the foundations built properly, you know, like 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 any building, you know, being in property, totally. you've got to have that groundwork done. And as you said, and it's very easy yeah. that you and I are similar energies. We get excited, it's like oh wow, it could be, and we're off. It's like no no, no just take a couple of steps back <laughs> and kind of. Totally. so in, in terms of that that stage you know, we, there's always that thing of as entrepreneurs, you, you've got to at some point trust your gut. Um, so in terms of trusting your gut, what was the most important thing that you kind of go that you've really held on to in terms of what you now do, and that has stayed with you in terms of your, your values or how you do things that although you knew you had to take a couple of steps back to kind of enable you to go forward? What, what have you what's been the kind of the overriding thing that stayed with you the, the whole way through this journey?
1: Uh, I guess, realistically, there's, there's the personal and the commercial components to that, uh, I think, personally, uh, is just continued belief that it was possible to do something new and interesting, and to just make sure that that sort of um, was the sort of personal foundation that I, that I had. And then really just uh, people, relationships, thinking about, uh, you know, altruistically, what is it that people can benefit You know what benefits are there for people to work with me, um, and try and keep as close to that sort of um, line, that approach as possible. Because ultimately, you know, you've got your reputation, you've got a sustainable business plan in mind, and without that as your core foundation, I think you things can go terribly wrong quite quickly. Uh, And then the commercial aspect to that would be what can I do and offer in the market that's uh, useful and uh, of you know create some impact to people's lives through their businesses because I'm advising entrepreneurs and businesses and things like that but with the um, common sort of uh, well the the base of having the right values in built in trust respect you know for others and equality and compassion and things like that so that's kind of where it's hard to put into words. I don't always know what to say as far as answers to those questions go. To be completely honest, it's kind of more of like a natural response in terms of what I do on a day to day.
0: Yeah. But I I think it shows who you are as a person that, you know, you are, you are totally values driven and you work with businesses that are values driven and it comes out in the way that you work. Yeah, we still have to have the contracts and the legal and all this sort of stuff, which is quite sort of, you know, left brain, if you call it that. And then you the, that much more yeah. kind of creative approach but that you know it it's always so obvious in terms of the stuff that you write and when you talk is that you 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 put your own values but also the values of your clients has got to be at the core of what you do and I think that's that's a huge lesson for everybody because sometimes it's quite easy mm-hmm. to forget mm-hmm. in the day-to-day
1: it can be yeah it really can I think um, I think that applies generally and it's quite interesting for a lot of the clients that I work with now in terms of what's of value to them is getting their messaging right and trying to portray who they are and their values in what they do because it's a crowded market. There's a lot of noise and it's difficult to uh, convey what makes you different and sometimes that comes down to those core values and things like you were saying.
0: Yeah, it's actually really interesting because I've been doing quite a bit of work on on messaging, um, and I did. Um, I've I've sort of. It's been interesting because I yeah we've all written a hundred pictures and we've all you know written a hundred avatars, and I think I'm going to do do a piece about you know the avatar. Oof, okay, I'm, I'm I'm done with that word now. <laughs> let's let's find a different way. But it is yeah. about that messaging is absolutely key because if you don't have the right message, all the Posts and blogs and everything else in the world and pitching, if you haven't got the right message as to what your values are and what you deliver for your clients, if you haven't got that right, you're kind of, you know, kind of doing it in the wind, really. (laughs) Yes. Can't stand up because it is, as you say, it's so crowded and everybody's online and everybody's running a challenge and everybody's running an online course and everybody's kind of doing the same. And you've got to stick your little head above the
1: parapet in some new way completely right yeah
0: now your 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 move kind of away yeah you've obviously been in the uk you've moved back to cape town um how has that sort of had an impact on on the way that you work obviously you know doing things remotely super easy i know you have power issues in south africa not so easy uh but in terms of how you how you're feeling personally in terms of the that move that you've made has that had an impact on the work that you're doing and the kind of clients you, you, you're sort of reaching out to? Uh,
1: definitely, I, I think um, d- to an extent, I'd already had that sort of change of uh, mindset previously. It was just, there was a delay to actually move to Cape Town. Um, but first, let me say, I'm, I'm still primarily resident in the UK and um, the it might be a temporary uh, move to Cape Town. So that's not completely determined at this stage but um i i see the the move to cape town as a, a big step in realizing what some of the goals that i had to not only in terms of just living in a place that i enjoy and that sort of thing but also to i guess um materialize the the concept that you can do just about whatever you like um so long as you you know with enough forward planning and speaking to the right people getting the advice and the 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 setup together you could work in japan jamaica on a beach from sri lanka you can shape your business around your life uh whether you're a solo or you are someone with 10 people or whatever Uh, so long as you know what you want to achieve and you um really want to do it then you know just go and do it and obviously like easier said than done um i had a a solid opportunity to do it because my lease came to an end in cambridge so i wasn't sort of like encumbered in that way um so it was easier for me than for a lot of other people but at the same time if you want to have a holiday and go and regularly travel or whatever uh, whether there are power problems involved or lack of internet you can still create your the life that you want you just have to actually think about it properly plan it get advice if you need advice and just trust your gut and actually just go for it and everything will fall into place anyway. So I haven't had any problems necessarily, but the, you know, things crop up obviously, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, and oh. it's always possible to to just crack on.
0: Yeah, and, I, and we, we've been talking about as we've just, we've just run a challenge. And one of the things we were talking about is that sort of planning thing is like, you've got to know what the goalpost is, or vaguely. Yeah, it doesn't have to be absolutely set in stone, but you can then start working what you can start putting in place stuff you need now in so many areas because it's not just going to be one thing is it yeah you, know, you you've put lots of different exactly. things um, coming back to how you've disrupted things in terms of um the legal thing because i think a lot of people uh, especially startups they are kind of terrified they know they have to do some legal nonsense and they kind of go yeah. it's going to cost me a fortune um i kind of know but i'm going to wing it and there's a lot of winging yeah. Um, and what what what's your response to I'm going to wing it when you when you set okay, up as, a, as an as an entrepreneur?
1: Um, right, so I guess you know that's quite a big one to unpack. But really, um, at what's at the heart of what I'm trying to achieve here is to be able to offer services and pricing that matches the complexity sorry, pricing that matches the complexity of the work. And I think that's been one of the troubles in the industry, the legal services um, industry is just typically very expensive, very traditional, quite um, rigid. And some of the stuff, as much as the, the industry might have you believe, is not that complicated. And that's what scares a lot of entrepreneurs off. They think it's expensive, they think it's complicated, but it actually isn't. It's no more complicated than writing your copy for your website for the person who's doing it. You know, um, so basically what I've been trying to do is offer an introductory sort of uh, service that gets people the minimum degree of protection that really you should have and everyone should have uh, and then allow them to upgrade as and when. Uh, and the, the disruption comes into it, I guess, in the fact that I'm challenging the pricing models and mm-hmm. what and cha- challenging the narrative that everything in the law is difficult and you always need some person who's got loads of experience to do it for you it's not always the case there is uh, basic stuff and basic prices should apply in my view uh, but then also um, the fact that legal services could they, they are a basis for something more you get to engage quite closely with the business in terms of what they do uh, and their plans and understand things uh, quite um, intimately to, um, to a degree so there's the opportunity to do something more than just do a bog-standard privacy contract or uh, shareholder's agreement or, or whatever because there's the element of what's going to happen next, what do you need to put into these documents to allow your business to transform and evolve in such a way that you are still protected but that you don't have to end up investing all the money again um, in the contract. So I'm sort of um, making my services take people to the next level or give them the platform to to evolve rather than just delivering something that they need in the in the here and now. Uh, yeah I mean the the disruption side of it is it's it's the fusion really of legal and consulting services with innovation infused and um, that's all sounds like marketing speak
0: we're just having a slight sound issue here and i'm just going to wait till the end comes back and we're going to have to ask him to repeat that last sentence while he's all a bit fluffy and while we talk about innovation i'm just going to cut across the top of it because as you know this is unfiltered and
1: hopefully that's better can you hear me now
0: yeah, so we just need to answer that last question again because it went all weird, and I I will splice that together. I can I can edit that. Um, so yes, okay, so you were, sure. you were talking about um, innovation and um, things. So I just ask again. So sorry we lost sound there. So Ian is back just to, uh, to answer the question around that sort of uh, the innovation and disruption in terms of the fact that he's bringing. Um, not only is it legal services, but it's it's that looking forward as well. It's looking at that sort of planning that we've already talked about, kind of if you know where you're going, building that in to, to what you do. So it's much more holistic, I think is po- possibly a good word.
1: Yes, that would be the, the best way to describe it. So really um, w- what I'm trying to do is give people more than what they can get from uh, a, a lawyer or a legal practitioner of, of sorts and a consultant as in a business or management consultant the the innovation really comes in in terms of fusing those together and making sure that everything really uh sets the sets the scene and and lays the foundations for uh doing something new you know what is it that that particular business needs to do now to set themselves up for doing something interesting in the future and combining the legal and the consulting together in such a way that actually does enable that. Obviously there's a lot of work that goes into it in the background and not everyone everyone necessarily needs all of that stuff doing to their business because they might have everything ship shape and or they're really set up anyway. But if they do need a hand and they would like more credit to have more opportunities in the future, there are things that can be done now uh, at the same time as doing legal stuff Uh, To to make it happen, so that's really what um, I'm doing. Is lawyers don't really help in the business realm, and consultants don't really know much about the law. And together, there's a an advantage of combining them and fusing them together. It's hard to sort of explain exactly what that is. Yeah, Um, it's a very case by case thing.
0: Absolutely, but I but I think in terms of yeah the way the way I've seen it and the way I've seen yeah in in the time that we've known each other, it's because you have this commercial background and you've been there and you've done it and you've done a lot of stuff around marketing as well and you really understand how that works because often a lot of lawyers that you sort of go to they've they've always been lawyers you know um no disrespect to them but it is very much a kind of a learned experience and yes they've obviously worked with lots of clients so they've learned that way but a lot of them haven't actually done it's like you see that in a lot of realms like politics and so on where where people that's the thing that they do but they don't have necessarily that real world experience. And I think because of your, the journey that you've been through, you've really been able to kind of bring, you can bring that experience. And I think that, yeah, that's part of this amazing disruption that you're able to do um, and makes your story very, very powerful in terms of how you in fact market yourself Um, is because you get it. You are an entrepreneur, but you have all this incredible experience. So you know what, it is that we as entrepreneurs need um and you can take that sort of slight you know bird's eye view of things and and look into the future as well with with that person which i think makes it really exciting yes. and different you to an
1: described One. it better than i could
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always yeah, it's yeah, always easier to fun. sell somebody else's artwork isn't it um
1: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs>
0: but that's the best way um ian i'm i'm into, we if we had a great time together. I'm it's brilliant that we've actually finally managed to get our very busy diaries together. Um we only had one small hiccup with really the good. power, but we've made it. Um okay. I'm going to get back to my lovely coffee. I know you needed another cup of coffee, so um uh it's that That's kind right. of time today. Always. Um but yeah in terms of how the best thing is for people to get a hold of you, is LinkedIn the best place to find you? I can put details into into the um into the show notes so people can get a hold of you. Um at least for yeah, right. for a bit of an initial chat. Because again, the other thing is because you have experience in both the UK and South Africa and in other parts of the world. Again, you have that slightly more global yeah you know, exposure in terms of how things look in different countries. Um, and I think that there's yeah right. there's yeah, some exciting sure. work for people to do with you, which would be amazing. So going to sign off for now, and it's been brilliant chatting with you. And uh, look forward to catching up again with you super soon. Thanks, lovely. Thanks for taking time out of your day to enjoy Fika with us here at Effective Entrepreneurs. I trust that this episode has inspired you to do things differently and if you'd like to experience one of our masterminds, learning lounges or unlimited coaching, please reach out to me on LinkedIn to find out more. In the meantime, I look forward to sharing more unfiltered conversations with you here soon to inspire you to be more efficient, more effective and perhaps a bit more random.